can't be right. I know. I'm like, it's like the weirdest way to intro to start things out. Uh, All right, guys, we gotta uh, we gotta be careful with the show starting right now. Right. Right. Oh, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Losers Lounge. Oh man, the Nuggets fall. The short-handed Nuggets. Without Nikola Jokic, fall 105 to 100 in what was a defensive battle that featured many storylines, some of which are very positive and entertaining, actually. Okay, there was some really good stuff in this game. I can't wait to find out what they are. But others? Oh, boy. Others? Very frustrating. I'm familiar with those, yes. Yeah, we're going to have to get to those as well. Fortunately, I got the fellas in the house over here. Brennan Vote. We just met, a, met another couple from Down Under. And from Perth. From Perth. And listen, I don't want to put any pressure on any of our different fan bases around the world. The Australians, good hang. Yeah, good, good hang. Yeah, good hang. We They're also good. had a, a, a fella from Switzerland in the That's house tonight. That's right, which big is... Time, big time OG. You are one of one for yeah, the sample size yeah, goes. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, over here, I got D-Line Co. Guys, that game didn't matter. <laughs> we could say that after pretty much every game, which is the sad say part. Say with your chest. This one mattered. I did. I was, I'll, I'll say it with my goddamn chest. That, <laughs> oh. that game did not matter. Yeah, I got you over here. Uh, Harrison Wind. Bad night for the Nuggets. Decent night for my agenda. So, I'll, <laughs> wow. I'll take it. Well, now Cracks I'm curious. I'm actually yeah. not exactly sure what you mean by that. Christian I Brown. kept the... Oh, I got you. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I got the fast breakdown. Really Please. short tonight, you guys. I try to keep it a little tight. Let's get into it. First 10 minutes of the game... Phenomenal defensive exhibition by the Nuggets, man. No Jokic in this game. Aaron Gordon at center played a little zone. They were swarming. That was such a... The first 10 minutes of this game were some of the best defense I've watched from any team all year. 23-12, to 12, they opened up the game. It was really awesome. Then you got Zeke and Holiday minutes in my next note, 28-19 Nuggets. Second <laughs> quarter, Murray took a hard screen. There were two big turning points in this game in the first half, I thought, because Denver had this momentum where they were going to, like... Bully the younger team. Murray takes a really hard screen from Jalen Williams. Legal screen. Legal. But he clearly was hobbled after that. And then Peyton Watson picked up his third foul with five minutes to go. Peyton Watson should have played about 10 more minutes tonight in this game, but foul trouble kept him out of it. And both of those things I thought just stopped Denver's momentum. And at halftime, 51 to 47. Third quarter zone was working. Christian Brown had himself a nice quarter. He hit a three. He made some nice defensive possessions. He shaved his beard. It looked like things were off to a really, really good uh, third quarter for him. Nuggets were up by seven when the bench came in, and you guys won't believe this. Blew it immediately. What? 73-72 Thunder by the end of the quarter. They hit a three at the very last possession of theirs, and it was just kind of a backbreaker. But don't worry, 20-2 extended run between the end of the third, start of the fourth quarter, and it felt like the game was over. Nuggets played so well, and a 20-2 run bridging the third and fourth. Oh, that was killer. But don't worry, Nuggets had a chance to cut it to six on a three-on-one fast break. Do you guys remember this play? Yep. Tell me how I had to leave the bar, actually, after this play. True story. opted for a pull-up three that, of course, went long, as every pull-up three does yeah. in transition. But they had a two-on-one rebound chance. Yep, went right to the thunder. <laughs> Such a bummer, man. That would oh, that was a tough one. Nonetheless, the Nuggets still rally back even later in the game. They cut it to three with two minutes to go. So, all right, it's go time. KCP fast break. Kicked it out of bounds. Yep. <laughs> Aaron Gordon had a monster dunk. He did. That you was... guys remember that? Yes. Oh, I it was incredible. That. Then they got to stop. Tomahawk. Murray hit two free throws, and you wouldn't believe it, but it's a one-point game with a minute to go. And not only that, the Nuggets dig deep and get a stop. But the ball butt drops right in front of Michael Porter, who looks at it and goes like this, and unfortunately they get the rebound. Michael Kick it out Watcher to Chet Holmgren. Jr. Chet Holmgren hits a three. They were down one. All you could not do is give up a three. They got the stop. They didn't get the rebound. It goes to Chet. He hits a three, and now you're down four points. Call a timeout. Rage timeout. Drop a play. How does the play go? Five-second violation. Yeah, they don't get the, it doesn't go. There is no play. And you want to know something? They ran a play for Michael Porter in that one, and they could not get even into their set because he wasn't even coming off the action by the time the five <sighs> seconds happened. Just horrible execution from the Nuggets in that play. Really frustrating way to go down. All right. That's the fast breakdown. Harrison, what's your big takeaway? First of all, shouts to Aaron Gordon. What a inspiring effort he gave in place of Nikola Jokic tonight, man. Incredible effort from Mr. Nugget. Incredible. I mean, this was like a Mr. Nugget type performance. What do you do when you're Mr. Nugget? You step up when your team needs you. He did that tonight. But, I mean, my big takeaway is, like, we talked about in the pregame show, man, 
Jamal Murray's got to be better in games like this. No Nikola Jokic tonight. Nuggets only score 100 points. Thank God for their defense. Their defense was great tonight. But Jamal Murray scores 16 points on 6 of 14 shooting. It's Jamal Murray, man. Like, you're an incredible player. You're going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who went for 34. Like, this is a night for you to take over and for you to win a game for your team. And he just couldn't. And um, he's had trouble against the Thunder all season. They're a tough matchup for him. He hasn't scored 20 points against the Thunder in four meetings this season. But he hasn't scored 20? No, his high against the Thunder this year is 19. In the year where everybody's scoring 60? <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah. But it's like, if you want to be an all-star, these are the type of games where you got to step up. And um, he just didn't have enough offensively tonight. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why the Nuggets lost. Michael Porter didn't hit anything. They mm. got some bad games from other guys. But I think it all would boil down to, like, if Jamal Murray plays great tonight, Denver wins. And as that guy, as, as that second star, I feel like he's just got to be a little bit better here. It's a good, a very good first takeaway. I'll be at a downer. I know. Yeah. Well, this well is they lost. <laughs> they did lose. <laughs> this is a downer game. I mean, the Nuggets played well enough to win. They, by all rights, should have had a fighting chance. It, it, at the end of the game, they really did get the plays required. They just couldn't get that final goddamn rebound. They couldn't complete, uh, convert on two fast breaks, uh, both by KCP. Um, you know, my big takeaway is that, uh, and I, you know, I put it on Twitter, and I believe this. The Nuggets need Nikola Jokic. <laughs> Hot <laughs> take alert. <laughs> it's just, it is unfortunate you get an opportunity for both Murray and Michael Porter Jr. to really step up and shine in the absence of Nikola Jokic to show that they are not just Jokic merchants, to show that they are just tent poles in this league and can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with any other uh, set of stars on other squads. Um, and both of them really just came up very mid um, and it is frustrating because, as you so astutely put, I mean, Mr. Nugget really played inspired. Aaron Gordon had a very uh, powerful showing and was doing absolutely everything needed. There were this this was a game of like risers and fallers. You kind of see yes, like who's in the who's in the foxhole. There are guys like yeah. that really rose to the occasion. Then there were guys that were like kind of wilted a little bit and but all that being said like the nuggets still truly like on the road against a, yeah. a team that is a divisional opponent and now has shown themselves to be in at least if not the same tier at least like a very small tier below or i don't know maybe above they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe without the best player in the world so that that means quite a bit and then actually a game like this gives, makes me feel really comfortable about the yoke or the Nuggets chances if should they meet up with OKC uh, down the road, but you know the it just didn't go our way tonight. Um, you know they were without my guy Jalen Williams either, J Dub. So I mean Yoke's obviously more important than J Dub yep. is, but J Dub is in my opinion tied for second most important player for them. So they were also missing a key piece that needs to be mentioned. Big takeaway. Um, I think you guys have hit it, so I'll just try to do like a, a couple quick ones. Uh, I a couple? Think, I think Michael Porter Jr., um, I've talked about this before. He even hit some shots in the fourth, and then he had that steal. Like, the open shot making is, is annoying, but it's actually the, the little things that just in the being a little late to cut, uh, being a little late to move on that five second violation. Um, what was the other one now? I'm already blanking. You forgot uh, your own big takeaway. Couldn't get the rebound. He, he couldn't get the rebound, right. So there are just these little things. Oh, that, that one was. Just these little focus things in these tough moments that sometimes don't go, you know, that too often, I think, you know, it's it's not the tightest for him when it could be. Uh, but my big takeaway was I wish Peyton Watson was closing this game. And Reggie Jackson. Wow. Reggie Jackson closed this game. Um, And I th Reggie had a decent night off the bench scoring, but I'm just not sure why he closed. Yeah, I mean, some of this is Malone's way, because I'm with you. Like, I think that was crazy, too. And some of this is Peyton Watson had an important lesson, I think, to learn tonight, and that he picked up the third foul in particular, you know, took him out of the game. And the Nuggets needed him. I think the Nuggets, he was one of the most important players tonight, and you kind of needed it. Malone had a tight leash on him, but also the third foul does put you in a spot where it's like save him for later, ironically. 
available later, did not play. Yeah, that's that's the thing, right? <laughs> so like, I know he got himself in some foul trouble, but just in that moment, it would have been yeah. cool to see him play uh, just for the defense down the stretch. I also don't think this is a tough one because the result is more meaningful than it is. Like, this is a tough one for the standings, and you don't have the tiebreaker right, right. with OKC anymore, and that matters. Yep. You know, on the other side of it, like, Denver played well without Jokic on the road against OKC. I know Murray and, and Porter weren't good enough. I know. But there, there were, that was a good effort, you know? Um, yep. But this one still stings because it. this was one where you look at the standings and you go, you just hope you're not looking back at this one later in the year. So I think all of these are fair takeaways. I'm gonna go. You guys all went a little negative, Nancy, and I understand uh, it. So I'll try ray to ray of sunshine. I'll try here. to be a little ray of sunshine, shine down on on all of you, because this game obviously was painful. You know, it sucks to lose one you felt like you could win. I am encouraged over the last ten games. Now that we wrap up this narrative week, it now comes to a close. I am encouraged by Denver's playoff rotation, and tonight was another one where we saw without Jokic. You wonder, like, the non-Jokic minutes. Well, in the regular season, those include Zeke Naji, Justin Holiday, sometimes DeAndre Jordan. But at nights like tonight, the starters really, for the most part, were what the bench looks like. It was the starters minus Yoke, but plus Aaron Gordon at center, plus Reggie at times, plus Peyton at times. And I thought those looks looked really good. And then if you think about... Like, Thunder fans are going to hate this, the ones that tune in. I love their team. I'm a big fan of their team. I actually root for their team relative, more so than any other team in the top half of the standings out west. I love the Thunder. Sure. But I don't necessarily think the Nuggets should fear the Thunder, even though they've lost three out of four, because I just think they're too big. Tonight, Aaron Gordon goes for 13 rebounds. Mike goes for eight. No Jokic in there. And they got beat on the boards, by the way. There were a lot of second-chance opportunities. 15 offensive boards for the Thunder. Chet but had five. Chet had five of them. And Chet was a beast tonight, right? Yep. But I still thought that AG, we saw what playoff AG looked like tonight because yep. he definitely put playoff intensity to it, and he was dominant. Yoke's not there. We know playoff Jokic. Chet's really good. Playoff Jokic, going to murder him. Yep. You know, going to draw fouls. Jalen Williams, the big one, you know, I like him. He puts in good effort. Yoke's going to murder him. So I just, tonight, you see what the shorter rotation. Peyton Watson just looks so freaking good in the minutes that he played tonight. Aaron Gordon looked like a beast. Yes, Murray and Porter were very, very, very unimpressive yep. for guys trying to lead their team. But I just thought that Denver, the guys that are going to play in the playoffs continue to look good in the minutes where they play playoff rotation minutes. Oh, it's definitely encouraging. With AG, I mean, you're right. This is He was in a role that he'd be in in the playoffs tonight playing center. If you showed Aaron Gordon tape of him playing in this game compared to like who he was in Orlando before he got traded here, he wouldn't recognize himself. Like he has totally transformed himself as a player into just, you know, the perfect version of what the Nuggets need. And he was a beast tonight. He played strong, he played physical, he carved out space in the paint. It, like I said earlier, it was an inspiring effort. With Piwat, I believe the Nuggets held shade a four of 12 shooting in the first half. A lot of that was Peyton Watson. Yeah, right. He played a lot of minutes there. We've got a couple of those now, too. We, yeah. He was really good defensively, man. He did. And the third piece is Christian Brown seems like he's finding himself again over these last two games, ah, which is really encouraging. Love that, man. It feels like those rebounds got him going. He yep. saw himself make some Christian Brown plays. And tonight, I, his minus 12 to me is is so unffair. You know, yeah. Who would I, ever cite plus minus as a stat? I would like, never. Just a fake dude, stat, right there. I would there. never. Um, but it's <laughs> tough because he played well tonight, man. He had some great defensive possessions on SGA. He had some great tonight was some of the best defense I've seen him play in a while. Finished with five boards, ten points, knocked down two threes. Go to the other ones. One steal, four blocks. One like steal, that's everything, man. So I think um, four blocks for Christian. No, oh, for sorry. AG. Oh, sorry. I thought you were on I was, I was talking oh, about Christian for a oh, second. So, sorry, um, sorry. I'm off. You're good, man. Hey. Hey. You're good, bro. No, Don't sweat it. So I wish... Sunshine can be wrong. You know, this was a, a great <laughs> effort without Jokic from the others, actually. And I w had they won that game, uh, there'd be a lot to talk about with Christian here. And I think Wind would be cooking. Yeah. Um, but... but but, but they didn't. For me, he had a he had an up and down game. Like he had mo <laughs> he had a stretch where he made like three atrocious mistakes offensively. Couldn't finish. Ag had to clean up. Then he had a turnover. But I I agree with the notion that he is starting to round back into form. Like he's at least like 
the realtor is like at least showing him houses in Browntown again. Like he's <laughs> at least like shopping, and he looks like he is is regaining some of the confidence that seemed to have completely escaped him uh, for large portions of the season. And that's super encouraging, just to think that we could potentially get something out of uh, what felt for a little bit like maybe was a bit of a lost cause. Uh, yeah, frankly. you guys were ready to trade him. I mean, I, I, I won't forget that. I would still do it. Well, for, for, first of all, it's not like he, I mean, he was a minus 14 today. Let's not go too far on yeah. how good he was. But, but he I, was very good. He was very good. But yeah, it's just, it's it's heartening to see, you know, improvement and or at least a, a rebound or, or, you know, coming back to what we remember fondly of, of Christian in his best but, moments. But D-Len, why? Uh, why did why he, do you think he was playing so well? There are tonight? a lot of theories out there. I but there's one that's accurate. <laughs> um, I think he was playing with heart and effort. I don't no, know. I don't, I don't think no. that's it, D-Line. I don't think I don't that think, was yeah, it. What I else? Th- was I don't think it? you were watching close enough. Tonight. Were you watching closely? Oh boy, uh, I thought I was, but now I feel like I yeah, wasn't. You weren't. Wind? What you happened? Weren't. I don't know if you guys noticed this. <laughs> oh, I noticed. <laughs> I know Adam did. <laughs> the beard's gone. He shaved the beard. Oh. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. He shaved Clean the beard. Clean shaven Christian. Dude, so was it like a like an aerodynamic issue previously? No. Like he was no. he had too much drag. No, you know, there's a lot of theories about what it was about the beard. You know, he's a just blue collar, hard nosed guy. Maybe you're trying to be a little too pretty. You know, he sees himself as the he was exploring his beard appearance a little too much. Maybe so wait, it was in it's your like, world. A beard makes you prettier. <laughs> And less hard-nosed. <laughs> what, I, I, you know, when you say it out loud, it doesn't sound right, but, uh, but well, I'm telling you. you know, beards are outlawed in Browntown. You should know this. You should know this, dude. Come on, man. Well, Everybody Adam, knows that. A follow-up question. Yeah. Am I pretty? You're so pretty. <laughs> I've always said this. Um, in all sincerity, I think I have successfully bullied two play, NBA players this week. Christian Brown to <laughs> shave his beard and Joel Embiid to play. According to my mentions, I yeah, bullied we have him. all successfully bullied him. I, I bullied also the entire Jonathan Kaminga to jump on his knee. It's a really crazy week I'm having at <laughs> yeah, bullying players. That was your. That was our. I will say Kaminga diving on bad. his knee was my bad. Um, <laughs> talk about mattering. <laughs> talk about mattering. No, but in all sincerity, Christian Brown. I will say this over the last because the two games now. The other thing he did tonight, guys, he had a lot of drive opportunities where he would like drive and play it very safe. Like I'm not. It's not in wide open lane. I'm not going to do it. I'll pull it back out. And I honestly think there's something to reducing his game. You're a hustle guy, man. You're a rebound guy. You're in the corner and you're going to get three shots a night. You're going to hit one or two of them from the corner. He hit one tonight. So I think there was a reducing his game back and then focusing on defense. And to your point, he did have some very nice defensive possessions tonight, including on SGA. So I am encouraged. Even though I don't think it was a great Christian game, I thought it was a good one. But it's like a step in the right direction in what he was aiming at, Man. in my opinion. The part about toning back his game is was very apparent tonight. I thought so, too. And I think it's probably the right call. The first half of the regular season, that's a perfect time for him to experiment with his game. Explore it a little bit. It didn't go well. <laughs> so now you gradually hone it back in and play more and more like you would in the playoffs. Because Christian Brown in the playoffs... It looks like Christian Brown tonight. You know, Christian Brown from a couple weeks ago where he's trying to make stuff happen, he's driving, he's trying to finish. That's, you know, first half of the regular season, Christian Brown. So um, exploring his game did not go well, but I definitely have noticed over these last couple, it seems like he's reining reining it back in a little bit. Tonight, I couldn't, I thought he had two or three defensive possessions that are like, that's what we talked about last year, months on end. Right. And haven't much. Uh, He had a couple tonight where I'm like, yeah, man, that's the stuff that you're like, that's a playoff player. That's a rotation player for defending champs. Um, You know, the, the, the the again man there's if you look around this box score from the non Porter Murray guys like there's a lot of good stuff here you know and I think in the, in the game there was too so yeah uh, the, fireman the, oh, hold get on. in there we got we got a lot to get, get to but mix. I want to put a button here on this Christian part if because of how great Peyton has been Reggie extra ball handler Peyton being unbelievable to where I'm tonight nights like tonight I almost felt like he was so important he couldn't foul get in foul trouble. And then if you get the version of Christian from last year, maybe even a little bit of a stepped up, but just a guy that plays defense, puts his head down and does that. Denver has eight guys. 
They've eight guys if they get there. Christian hasn't been that guy consistently, and Reggie's a little up and down. But if Reggie becomes the eighth guy, if it's like you have two defensive dogs off the bench and then Reggie, I'm like, that. that's the championship. You're winning that. So this, re- this Christian part of it really is important to me. And can he get back to what he was last year defensively as an impact guy? A guy? And this is two games in a row where I felt like he was moving in the right direction. So yep. Yep. that's I encouraging. Agree. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, let's talk about Jamal Murray. What a chance for him to really show just how good he can be. Circle K Inner Circle <laughs> Program. It's free, and you can get cheaper gas. You can get 25 cents off a gallon at Circle K for your first five Phillips. Five Phillips, 25 cents off a gallon. That's a big discount. You can get that for free. All you have to do is sign up for the Circle K Inner Circle Program. Go to that QR code right there on the screen or go to circlek.com slash inner dash circle. You give them your email and phone number. That's it. You just type your phone number in at the pump every time. It's super easy. Boom, 25 cents off a gallon, your first five Phillips. You get other stuff as well for being in the inner circle program. First five Polar Pops are free. Right now, you can also get a free any size Polar Pop from Colorado Circle K by texting DNVR to 31310. Wait, how much did it cost? Free 99. What? Free. Free? Oh my goodness. You just, like, any size, D-Line. Any size. Dude, take I mean, the kids. Take just... the kids, get a Polar Pop. Yeah, dude. Or take the adults. <laughs> what? Again, so you can't get adults. D-Line get a Polar should pop. not take any kids what? to go get Polar uh, <laughs> Just random kids. Any kids. Yeah, no. text, text DNVR to 31310. <laughs> I'll take any kids out there. <laughs> no. DM me. <laughs> um, what would you get in your Polar Pop? Probably a Coke. Like, um, He's like, kids, would you, you go Would you go Earthquake or whatever it's called? Suicide? Uh, oh, yeah, Suicide. Hey, awesome. hey, We're moving kids, to the next read. Any kids out there, DM me. I'll take you to get a Suicide at the uh, Circle K. The kids on the street, they call me Polar Pops. I think Sky d gave me a Suicide. That's, that sound you heard was... Circle K pulling their funding. <laughs> Foco, Gen- Foco is the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items. Basically, the stuff you want as a fan. The best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. We've utilized our friends at Foco to help decorate our sets. Uh, and you can use them to decorate your man cave, woman cave, your office, or even yourself with hoodies, jackets, beachwear. Even overalls, there's something for fans for almost every occasion. They always have our back for Colorado Sports Foco, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description. For all non-presale items, use the promo code DNVR for 10% off. There you go. And we are back. Segment two. We got to talk about the big dogs now. Michael Porter and Jabal Murray. We'll start with Murray. 39 minutes tonight. That's playoff caliber minutes. Malone kind of went all in tonight. In part, if we want to be honest about this, it was really the bench minutes that really killed. The Zignaji minutes, minus 12 and 9 minutes. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to oh that in a minute. Boy. But nonetheless, Murray tonight, 16 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, 6 of 14 shooting. Did go 2 of 3 from the 3-point line. But if you did not know the history of Jamal and what he's done, bringing a championship, you didn't know any of that stuff and what he does, you would not have been like, oh, he's the best player for the Nuggets tonight. You just wouldn't have necessarily thought that. He had some moments... And I don't even want to be necessarily like too hard on him tonight, but it was one of those ones where I would just say, I, more than being like, I thought he was bad, I was just underwhelmed. That's how I would put it. I was underwhelmed by Jamal tonight. Yeah, underwhelmed is a good word. So against the Thunder this year, they've played four times. The first game, Denver won by like 30. Okay. Murray had 19 points, eight assists. How, what was his shooting that night? Nine of 14. That's, good, th- good that's a great game. Good game. They, they won by so much that, yeah, that's a the great game. The last three games, OKC has kind of locked him up. 15 points, five of 13 shooting. That was in the one point loss in December. Nine points, four of 15 shooting. That was in the 20 point loss, uh, December 29th. And then tonight, 16 points on 6 of 14 shooting. I think there are multiple things at play. One is OKC has very good perimeter defenders. Very good. Lou Dort, Cason Wallace. I mean, these guys are physical, strong, gritty defenders. Like the type of defenders that can give anybody trouble. But I would just think that Jamal Murray's the type of player and at a type of level where... That stuff only matters so much, you know? 
like the great players in the NBA, the all-star level players, they find a way to overcome great individual defenses. And that's what Jamal Murray did in the playoffs. Right. Like in the playoffs, Nikhil Alexander-Walker locks him up for a game or limits him from a game. Boom, Jamal figures him out. We don't hear about Nikhil Alexander-Walker again. Like he has overcome that stuff in the playoffs. In the regular season though, great defenders can really bother him at times. Yeah. And a player like of Jamal Murray's calendar, uh, caliber, I, think, I feel like he should be at the level where he can overcome that. I think you were right. Calendar. It's in May. He's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, I think it it just shows Murray is a fantastic second to Jokic player because Jokic has the ability to, to spring him free, get him shots. Uh, allow him to find space. Um, he is a great shot maker, and he doesn't have the quickness that maybe he did at various points in his career, but he does not look quick at all at this point. Um, he's he's not really able to shake any defenders and create space for himself. Um, and, you know, it's, it is like a big adjustment to play without Jokic, particularly for Jamal Murray. I mean, that is his true running mate, that his entire game is predicated off of playing off of Nikola Jokic. I think probably if it was an extended period of time, knock on wood, I never want to say that again, that he had to play without him, um, I think he would probably find a way to adapt his game a little bit better. But, um, you know, it's just Murray was sort of trying to create his own. He was driving to the lane a lot, you know, getting intimidated and, and blocked by Chet Holmgren. He wasn't really open to take a lot of wide open threes in the, the way he's able to when, when Jokic can spring him free. Um, so he was out of his comfort zone and he just, it was like a very mid level performance. It just didn't, it was very uninspiring. Um, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. It was just sort of there. Um, he wasn't great defensively. It's just, it's tough, man. You just you just learn to play a certain way, and when something that you rely upon so heavily is removed, it changes what you're able to do. So, yeah. but you're more you're pretty charitable then about his game tonight. You didn't. It seems like you didn't feel like it was. I mean, it it was. It just I thought there were like I hate when Jamal Murray is just like missing shots all night. Um, he just wasn't getting any. He wasn't getting no separation. Like there were there weren't a lot of times where it was like you're open, shoot it. You know, right. it was like he just would come around and th th his defender was glued to him. Dort, Dort is a really good defender. Yeah, he it just he just couldn't. His his quickness isn't there. It just yeah. really isn't there. So you could criticize him for that, uh, as we frequently do. Like that probably comes down to fitness and and just his heavy legs. Um, but he just couldn't spring free, and so he couldn't he couldn't get shot. So it's, it's funny that. Like we're talking about the good defenders that OKC has, and they were able to really limit him. Where you know last week against the Celtics, he goes for thirty-five points against right, some really right, good right, defenders right, right, as well. Yeah. So, but Jokic, is, he has Jokic. It's that the, the, the thing. It's yep. not. No, very it's true. not just on him to get open. Like he just can't do that. Yep. No, you're right. Well, he can, just not right now. I guess. But he does get. I mean, that's part of what makes him yeah. so dynamic in the playoffs. Do you have any Murray additions? Just that. And, and I don't mean this to sound too... I, this is matter of fact for me. I'm not trying to drop a hammer, but the Nuggets just don't have a second All-Star. Right, right, They right. just don't. And, and you know, I'm like, that's okay. That's okay because we know they're good enough with the five because we know Jokic is the best player in the world, but... And their two, three, four, five collectively are really strong. Are really good, and they fit together, and that matters more. That um, just is more important. Having said that, I've come to terms with the fact, like, next year... I'm just gonna wait until I see it before we start talking about Jamal All Star. You're, is he gonna get there? Jamal Does he get it? Just and that's again, it. None of this is, and so the Nuggets should break it up or make trades or blah blah blah. They just don't. They've just never had a, a true second All Star. That's why they've never had an actual second All Star. And we haven't seen Murray or particularly Porter scale up a ton without Jokic. Um, it's not a damning thing for this team, but it's just something I've kind of come to terms with. Do you? Um, let's go to your boy now. Yeah, Michael Porter, because I think if there was one guy that was that we singled out as the worst, well, Zeke Naji. But if we forget Zeke Naji, <laughs> we just pretend Zeke Naji. I mean, we'll get to him maybe at the very end. Forget Do him we for have a second. To? Mike tonight, man, he did have a nice little, 
a little stint, you know, there at the end where he hit a couple shots, but 15 points, eight rebounds, two assists, one steal, six of 17, had a couple ill-advised possessions. And then the biggest one is that last one, man. Like, he is just the single... Of all the players I've ever seen, he's probably the worst 50-50 ball getter I've ever seen in my life. And the game kind of came down well, to that yeah, one I, tonight. I can keep it real with you. If I could handpick guys to win 50-50 balls, three back surgery, back brace, or foot brace guy is probably yeah, pretty low right, in my list. Yeah, right, but this one was, was not well, even no, no, one no, no. he needed I'm, to I'm die for. I'm talking in general. I'm not defending him on this play. I'm just saying, like, yeah, he's not going to win 50-50 balls. No Tonight, doubt. Though, and I don't ever want to read into it. He looks a little frustrated. I thought the last handful of games he's looked a little frustrated. Well, he's in a big shooting slump right he's in a, now. Yeah, he's in a slump. He's in a slump. And uh, he was not... It, it, to me, like the missed open shots were frustrating, but they still almost were survivable. It was the, it was, it was that rebound, man. And I don't know. There are just little plays where I think sometimes I don't know if it's his focus slips, but that was rough, man. That was rough. That was a rough Porter game. There's no doubt about it. And it's another example of him not scaling up without Jokic. I think he's a good fit alongside Jokic, but. You know, we can probably stop with the jokes about how many points he's going to score when the other guys aren't playing. Like, that's just not who he's been on this team. Uh, wasn't who he was tonight. And this was, there were there were a couple of mistakes you'd like to go back and redo tonight for sure. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much there is to say about Mike. Like, this is the Michael Porter experience sometimes. Like, you just, you just get games like this. Um, 15 points, 6 to 17 shooting. I mentioned the slump he's been in. He went three and nine from three tonight. He went four twelve from three against the 76ers, one of five from three against Indy. Didn't take a three in that really bad loss to the Knicks. Yeah. So his shot's not quite there right now. Um, yeah, he was bad. Yeah. You don't really have anything else to say other than he just I mean, wasn't you know, impressive. You know, it's it, piling on at a certain point. He didn't have a good game. It's all right. Like, he's a great player. Both he and Murray, they just rely upon Jokic, and there's not really anything wrong with that because it's your – that's how the, the team is built. Right. Luckily, he's on the team. That's, you that's, you know, one, like, that's yeah, one thing I like, like to tell myself. It, it, you know, if if – they didn't have Jokic, they would play, they would play a different style, and they just it's it's very hard to sort of vacillate between those two styles, and he just didn't he just couldn't hit his shots. Oh, and I didn't I don't think either of those guys were alone tonight. They're the two max players. We start with them without yeah, Jokic, yeah, and AG was sure. good. This was a KCP stinker too. I mean, I, yeah. he shoots three of ten in this game, three of nine from deep. He leads the team with three turnovers. I feel like we could all tell you what they were. Uh, the shot. The fast break thing is so weird with KCP. The fast man. break it's like thing becoming a meme. Maybe maybe he did get you know. Well, maybe fouled he by shot Dorthair, the three but... because he was so worried about the meme of him missing layups. Yeah, did, but this, there was you know I think a lot of guys had their hand in some you know face palm mistakes down the stretch, and KCP was one of them too. So again, just talking about the game that just happened without Jokic, it was a good competitive effort. But there were a handful of, of moments from the best players that I think everyone wished went differently, in, including KCP. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, KCP made... I mean, this was probably the worst KCP game I've seen in some time. And that's, that's a guy that you just... We always just pencil in as just like the consummate professional. Like, you probably won't notice him in a lot of settings like he's not going to light right, up the, right. the the score sheet um, but he's going to make an uh, impact defensively which he did tonight but he still he didn't make the kind of impact defensively to offset the mistakes he made on the other side collectively though denver's defense was really impressive it was i mean and, and he was a part of that like yes shea went off but collect they did not have a good offense tonight they had a 108.2 offensive rating which is that's what i really mean bad when i say they played well that's what i'm talking about yeah the defensive effort there collectively from the team and he was part of it so i know we always look at matchups like he was guarding shea but i just thought the defense tonight was good and by the way the zone they were playing yeah required a lot of like attention to detail you know there was a lot of like how do you hand off Guys cutting through the lane, you got to step up. There was a lot of that, and they just, I thought they executed that at a high level. So yeah. that part of this was impressive. The zone was impressive. Denver played a very good defensive game, you know, for the most part. I do just have to say, though, I am so over NBA players shooting pull up threes on three on one fast breaks. We all have our personal thing we're against. This is yours. You're disrespecting the basketball gods. <laughs> they won't. Re they won't respect it. Take the layup. Yeah. Take Just the take the wide open layup. It, it happened with Michael Porter the other game. 
KCP tonight. I don't care how good of a shooter you are. I swear to God. Take the wide open layup every single time. Not only, Why are NBA players so bad at fast breaks? Not only that, I, it, that has to be the lowest percentage version of a three-pointer when you're coming in with momentum. That <laughs> shot is long 99% of the time. It's so fresh. I had to get up and leave the bar and come upstairs after that. <laughs> did you really? He did. Yeah. He did. I watched some, him do it. Uh, Circle K peachy rings. That didn't help. <laughs> didn't help. I, I just can't stand it, man. Like, we need, maybe just run some, you know, three on two, two on one drills at practice. I love, I love three man weave. Yeah, three man <laughs> weave that. Yeah. <laughs> Jump stops. All right, um, let's take a break. On the other side, one sweet, one sour. Peyton Watson, Zeke Naji. Not going to tell you which one's which. Oh, huh. man. <laughs> Is that Gotta stay segment? tuned. Gotta stay tuned <laughs> to find out. You'll never guess. Guys, if you want to watch the Nuggets, if you wanted to watch this Nuggets game tonight, check out FuboTV, FuboTV.com slash DNVR, 140 plus live channels, sports shows, movies, and news. You can sign up at FuboTV.com slash DNVR. Get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro, 140 live channels, and you get to watch the Nuggets and abs and a bunch of different sports and news. If you watch news, U.S. Open, tennis, golf, tons of options on Fubo TV. Crystal clear picture. You can watch anywhere, TV, laptop, phone, FuboTV.com slash DNVR. Also on DraftKings right now, great time to get set up on DraftKings Sportsbook. The NBA season is in full swing. When I can't get enough of the action on the court, I spice things up betting <laughs> with DraftKings Sportsbook. We did all right tonight, yeah. Yeah, we actually did. Uh, well, you know what that, that um, makes me think of is that Dev is useless. Never come back, Dev. <laughs> we Stay don't away. We got, Stay away. We got uh, rebounds from Michael Porter Jr. Hell we yeah. got uh, threes from Christian threes. Brown that we did not bet oh, on. I should have got the time. Three from, I bullied you out of we it. We got a three oh. from Peyton Watson. Kicking myself. We got uh, rebounds from Aaron Gordon. We got blocks from Chad Holmgren. Uh, we got it all, baby. Uh, it was beautiful. Yes. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook and app. Please come back. Code Jeff, DNVR. Please. New customers can bet five bucks on the NBA. Get $200 instantly in bonus bets. With the code DNVR, gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, 877-8-HOPE-NY. Text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problems with gambling. 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after assurance. cdkng.com slash basketball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. College Invest is super dope because it's important to start saving for college early. Goodness, it gets more and more expensive every day, doesn't it? And you need a plan just in case your child doesn't land an athletic scholarship. College Invest makes it early with flexible savings plans. You even benefit from a Colorado tax deduction. It never hurts to plan ahead, plan ahead for what's most important in life, like college, and do it with College Invest. Open your account at collegeinvest.org today. All right, back here. Um, I'm telling you guys, in aggregate, I don't want to lose this. In aggregate, I am actually, my like my big takeaway, I kind of like what I saw from no, the Nuggets. No, you already gave your big takeaway. What's you're, that? You already gave your big takeaway. I'm saying I'm going back to it, just to remind people, because I'm going to get negative here in a second on Zeke Naji. <laughs> but, <laughs> so I just want to tip your hand here before I... Uh, uh, no, because honestly, like, tonight, it sucks when you lose, whatever. But I'm saying, like, Denver's playoff rotation is really strong, man. Really, really strong. And we're not going to see it very often in the regular season, but... I just really believe in it. When Yoke's not on the court in the playoffs, playoff rotation, it's going to be a dynamite defensive group. Your non-Jokic minutes in the playoffs are probably Aaron Gordon, Jamal mm -hmm. Murray, mm -hmm. Peyton Watson, Christian Brown, and KCP. Like, that's, that's a hell of a defensive group right there. So I just look at the rotations and go, playoffs rotation is going to be really, really sweet. We'll get there. We got to talk about Zeke Nagy, though. We got to talk about him. This game he played... They, you know, throwaway game, kind of have to. Maybe you could have gone to DeAndre, but I honestly am not sure. And I would maybe guess I am sure. <laughs> I don't think he plays again this year. See, I said this after he played against the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> but I, this one might, I mean it this Or it might have been the, the he, Wizards. He will play again because there'll be an injury. There'll be something that happens. But barring that, I don't think it'll ever be a, oh, it's a Zeke night. I just think it'll be like, there's no more Zeke nights. 
I honestly think, and part, some of this sucks. Like, it's confidence, too. Guy, you don't play, and then you have to go out there, and you get three minutes to make an impression. But that yeah. being said, he's had a lot of three minutes to make an impression. Dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> reminds me of uh, high school. I, I just think that, <laughs> you know, like, the swear jar? <laughs> Being a little liberal with, with the extension, Zeke should have to put like a grand in the jar every time he reverses instead of going strong oh, through contact. My God. Listen, man, you're probably not getting the call, but try oh. or dunk it. Like, guys, Zeke should not be reversing and going up and under through contact. Am I wrong? No, oh, he like misses the rim when he does. It's like, just like it's like he doesn't get blocked, which is good. The most frustrating part of Zeke is that. Sometimes he'll do like 90% of it right. You know, you'd be yeah, like, yeah. good screen, good roll, going up strong, and he reversed it. <laughs> and he reversed it. <laughs> and I'll wait another three weeks. Maybe we'll get a chance. So it's just, I'm with you guys. Um, I understood the logic of treating him as an asset. Like the best thing to do was to play him and try, but we're past the threshold. We're they just, honestly might try to trade him. Like, I, mean, I know the poison the threshold and everything, but I would not be surprised if there was like, I mean, Cal's got to be looking at the. Like a whole list of players that you can legally trade Zeke for in this poison pill era. <laughs> and there's probably not that many, but he probably looks at all models like, all right, let's just let's just see. Like what is this? Yeah, I mean you you can trade him. I don't know who would want him, but you can trade him. And I think that part of the reason they signed him to that contract was to maybe trade him. But I actually think the only path to potentially Reconstructing Zeke Naji is actually to play him in the G League. Oh my God! Can you imagine a guy on a forty million dollar contract going to the G League? I actually can. Yes. That's the thing. Dude. What's so bad about that? I well, mean, you have your money, contract, I guess. But, but I, take a piece of humble pie. Get your confidence up. You can't do that until after the trade deadline. And I don't even know if you can do that. Wind. How do you go into the summer and you're like, hey, guys should take him. He has him upside. They're like, well, you put him in the G League. Well, this obviously isn't helping that case. I know, but <laughs> yeah, no. It's... What if he goes to the G League and sucks? Then you're in real trouble. Well, then we're back where we started. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? yeah, what's the and difference? I've watched some G League this year. As bad as Ignacio has looked, that can't happen. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting up the Colin Gillespie. 48, 14, and 12. Go to the G League. <laughs> Go for like 30 points on 25 of 26 shooting. Oh my God. That doesn't really add up, but you know what I mean? 15 <laughs> rebounds, hit a couple threes, get yeah. your confidence up. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. It is exquisitely bad. There, I, I can't, I, I don't even, I don't see a path. Like I don't see anything from Zeke that looks like there's anything you can build upon at this point. When he was first drafted, we were all sort of in shock by it. We thought we were like, what is this? And then we all felt <laughs> stupid again because he showed us that he had great side-to-side -side mobility. He was able to shut We don't even see that anymore, though. That's know? my point. Like, we, the things that we saw where there was potential, we don't see that at all anymore. He, he was like a great perimeter defender, allowed the Nuggets to switch one through five, and when he first came into the league, had what we would refer to commonly as a, a jump shot that looked like it came out of a machine. Like he had a great stroke from the corner from three, and we don't even see him ever attempting that. He just now is routinely will go into a crowd, won't get a rebound, will get a ball, will go up, get blocked, will miss the shot. I mean, it's just like nothing that gives you any semblance of confidence in what he can give you at this level. And I'm with you, Harrison, like send him to the G league, man. Like get this guy some playing time. He's not getting any playing time up here and he's not earning himself any playing time. We all have at a certain point announced that we're not going to see him for the rest of the season because of another disastrous uh, two minutes. Um, he needs to, he needs to play or he needs to just not ever play again. I mean, I think that's going to be, I think, one of I think those. I we're headed to one of those. Um, on the flip side, though, if we are being positive here, I still continue to love His what I His hair looks good. What's that? I did li I like it in His the hair bun. looks better. No, we're moving on to a different we're player. Moving on to oh, I thought yeah, we were positive. Guys, Peyton Watson, I actually show. thought this game... It, there was almost something frustrating about Peyton tonight, and it was his foul uh, calls. And in particular, the one on the fast break, which was sort of a... That was such a young person foul. You know what? Like... 
you're on a break. He was trying a little bit too much. He caught himself halfway through the move, and the, you know it was one of those. But it especially mattered because it was his third foul, and it especially mattered because Denver's defense with him is so incredible, man. He adds to it, especially when you talk about Shea Gilgis Alexander, AG, KCP. Shea is the perfect example of a guy that's in between the two of them. He's too big for KCP. He's not quite the type of guy that AG usually will match up with. Like, that's a guy I would love to have seen 25 minutes of Peyton tonight guarding SGA. In foul trouble, I mean, I think Malone should have put him back in. I think that was a mistake. But also the fouls made it a little bit tougher. And there's so many lessons to learn when you're a young player. He, this isn't one that affects him any other game, but it did affect him this one, which is... Like, he doesn't have to worry about fouls most of the time. Yeah. Because he doesn't play enough minutes to have to worry about them. I want to be aggressive. But tonight was one where he actually should have probably been a little bit concerned or, or, or not. And it sucks that he got. So I think it was a good lesson for him because when he was on the court tonight, he was freaking incredible. Well, he was a plus 13. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Malone should have gone back to him, honestly. Malone should have gone back to him. I mean, Reggie yeah. played. I know. I wonder if the reason they didn't go back to him is because... You just wanted another ball handler out there. You know, you already don't have Yoke. You have. I mean, Murray, there's no question that's was, and it. that's probably why you would want Reggie out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Pewat defensively is just so exciting. It, it's so exciting to watch him. It's so exciting to watch his progression and how much better he's getting, and just to think about what he can develop into this year and and beyond. He is such a special defender. He has all the tools to be one of the best defenders in the NBA. He has just all the tools to be a total game changer on that end. And he already is in a lot of ways. His offense is coming along too. Did not shoot it great from the floor tonight, but the three point shot looks great compared to where it looked earlier this season. And I, I love that he got the start tonight. I, I love that that was the direction Michael Malone went. And um, <coughs> man, just uh, it's just so exciting what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm. You know, he looked. Were great. you impressed with him? I was in that. Um, he had blocks. The defense in that, like, he starts tonight. The defense in the first ten, they had twelve points. Yeah, no, that's just, like I, I liked seeing he and Ag as a uh, front court pairing, um, and I mean, just to go back to how impressive Ag was playing at the center position, and what a great compliment those two are to one another. Um, it, it is encouraging to just see that Peyton is already being able to be foisted into a meaningful starting ro like role and perform. Yeah, you know, in a game that did did matter, and the Nuggets wanted, you know, um, so that that in and of itself is super impressive, and it just makes you excited for things to come. Don't you think a playoff unit that features Christian Brown again, if we think he can come back to what he was christian brown peyton watson aaron gordon that's your you know three four five i just trust that i look at that and i go man that is a hell of a defensive group you could throw the reggie murray combo and yeah. that's not my favorite you could throw it there and it would be incredible yeah no it could be it could be a weapon right? yeah a weapon not, a exactly because you're going these, these guys are shutting dudes down i think so that's a thing i didn't really want to say in the pregame show because you're never excited that Jokic is out but against OKC, I was very curious to see how Denver's defense would look with Pewat and Gordon. Um, right. And the fouls are a thing that I think are symptomatic of his youth more than anything. I think that that's something a player in his position can sort of learn and iron out. And like, also who they were playing against tonight. Yep. And like he's the Thunder drive more than any other team. And too. they draw fouls, and he's tasked to go out there and play his ass off. So those are going to happen for now. But I, I just think he... I think having two guys between AG and Peyton now that have that defensive versatility just kind of changes the dynamic of this team. Yeah. I'm re I'm really excited what Peyton what Peyton looks like, and I honestly I just I think him not closing over Reggie was brutal. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. I just Peyton is so fun to watch every night. He's the one guy that I just feel like I'm still discovering. So every night we watch him, I feel like it's it's like fun. Yeah, there's excitement about like all right, what's he gonna do tonight? Yeah, um, you guys. Somebody asked me, would let this last year, this game last year would have been a blowout. It might have been true. There were a couple moments where this game could have like bent and then you break. And I do think it, there's a something blowout to, in which direction? Well, without Jokic, this, we, we would have been blown out. We would have been blown okay. out. And I actually think there's something to this. Like when Denver went down that 20 to 2 run, you know, between the quarters, I kind of thought that was like, all right, this is a 15 point loss, 20 point loss. Mm -hmm. The fact that Denver didn't break and kept going on that kind of tells me something. I actually was that. 
you know, it was a tough team, and I do think that Dude. that was an important thing that, that happened. Was, that was the encouraging part. That, yeah. That's like why, I mean, you co-opted the sunshine thing, even though I kind of said the same thing before that. that Dude, you were it all, was you were in, all rain. And that it was impressive that the Nuggets were in it, and really it came down to a, a couple key moments at the end, but they showed real true resilience. Oh, in, that was my point. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was really good. Um, Don't fight, guys. Uh, listen, guys, <laughs> listen. I I matter, okay? <laughs> On this show, I matter, so and my opinions chest, matter. Um, and I just want to let that be known. But no, like truly, like the Nuggets showed that they do, it's not just Jokic. They do have resilience as a group they do have grit as a group they didn't have everything that they needed but they didn't roll over and i thought the exact same thing when they got down like pretty big in between quarters that it was like all right that was fun we had like our our quarter we had our half and now we're just gonna take our lumps and it's gonna, gonna lose by 20 and it's gonna feel terrible but they like they deed up like even without Jokic, their clutch defense was still there it's just yeah. they it, unfortunately that chat shot was Oh, that one play. That one. I know. I kind of almost feel like they were going to. I mean, Shave still Dude, probably I, had I really one or two more miracles in him because I just have seen him do it enough. But I do think Denver was going to get a stop and go score and make him make a couple tough shots. You know what I mean? Like they were going to put the pressure I thought, on. Him. I thought they were going to win. They really had the momentum. I really thought they were going to do it. That that was like. And then um, I didn't think they were going to win. Nah, yeah. When he hit that <laughs> shot, yeah, I was sure I they would agree. lose. I don't. I know we don't usually do a ton of time on this stuff on this show. Man, Chet's good, dude. What a rim protector. I, save, I, it for, save it for your own show. Yeah, I'll, no, save, it for, for I'll show. save it for the Thunder podcast I do. <laughs> I, I, I seriously, down. I think... Down I think, under. Well, I, they also do a good job. You know one thing they do with him is they do a good job of him switching off whoever it is that's trying to be brought out on the perimeter. So he did, they did all night long. It, he would be almost playing a one-man zone where everybody else was guarding, and he would just keep switching so right. he could stay near the right, basket. Right, Very right. effective at that. Um, well, a reason the Nuggets, I think were in this game tonight the reason they were was the defense and the defense collectively has been so much better this year than it was last year you know the nuggets have been in like the top 12 in defense for pretty much this entire season yeah last year they were like 20th you know for most of the regular season so the fact that they're just bringing the defense more consistently game in game out it, it keeps them in games like this yeah well my it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Last thought here is this ends the narrative week, as we call it. Like every little chapter of the no, season, this is the close of a chapter. It really is. What was longer, this week yeah, or was, this month? It was three weeks, narrative week. Um, but this chapter of it, I do feel like it didn't go quite as planned because so many of the games were like guys were missing. Yeah, how do we do? What but none, I feel it was uh, seven and four. But how, how do we? What, great we're not talking about week. the record here. I would <laughs> call it a B plus. I would call it a B plus. Yeah, I, I kind of think it was an A, honestly. They had two A pluses in there. The big, the ones that yeah. mattered. Well, two of the three that mattered. A win against the 76ers would have made. Why it. are we bringing up old stuff? That doesn't matter. Sorry, that would have made it an A for sure. Yeah, I mean, you're right. B plus, I think, is fair. There was a little inconsistency in this or that, but their peaks were like yeah. the two highest peaks of the year happened in this stretch, and and against two of yeah. the three biggest games that they needed, and that carries a lot of weight. I think that's it. Peyton Watson broke out in the stretch. You know what the upcoming stretch is, and this goes uh, to Wheel Dooley, a.k.a. the boy's dad. He comes up with a lot of these little things. He looks ahead at the schedule. The six by six. The oh, six God. By six. The six by six. Do you guys know what it is? Uh, of course uh, not. A hamburger from In-N-Out? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the big burger. The six by six is there are six games going into the All-Star break now. Six more. And there are six games coming out of the All-Star break before this really rough patch that the Nuggets will go on. And the reason I like that is Malone always, in years past, he has talked about teams can steal spots yep. in the standing because people lose focus going yes, into the All-Star break. But if you can just get your team to focus and say, don't, it's not over, just run through the tape, and then when the, everything comes back, sprint out the gate, 
If you can do those two things, you can pick up two, three games on teams. And right now, you look at a schedule, you come home, and you play Portland twice. So, all right, you got to beat Portland. you got to beat them. They're not a great team. And you're going to be in your building. You're going to have rest. You're going to do all that. Then you go on the road for the Lakers, Kings, Bucks, and then wrap up at home against Sacramento. Those are, you know, they're mediocre, tough games with Milwaukee being a super tough one. Do you just have a chance here to go 5-1, and 4-2? and two? Like, don't allow a slippage. Go yeah. into the break with momentum. Go into the break with yourself in the standings in a good spot. Get a little rest, and then you can come out. So I like this idea of now that Narrative Week's over, it's the run-through-the-tape line. This is the thing. This is six by six. This is six actually where you really don't like that the Nuggets only have one representative in the All Star game because everybody Two. other who Colin Gillespie. Okay. <laughs> G League Showcase. He's in the G League Showcase? Yeah, the Nuggets have two reps at All-Star Weekend as of now. Nikola Jokic, you know, second leading vote getter in the Western Conference. And Colin Gillespie playing in the G League game. There you go. Yeah, two reps. But I don't like that everybody else is looking at it as pure vacation. Oh, my God. Can you imagine these guys' life right now? Little vacation. That's what I mean. You're like, Jokic is going to still be a little bit locked in because his vacation doesn't start till. Right. Until the, the job is done. Yeah. What do you mean he's going to Indianapolis? But that's what I mean. Like, he's, you know, I whatever. I think it's probably just easier for him to keep focus because he's not, like, thinking about 3-2-1 Cabo. Yeah. We should be scouting uh, horse race parks in did, Indianapolis. Did you guys see the Devin Booker thing about a $200,000 vacation? Have we talked about this on the show? No. Let's the, do was, it, though. I can't remember what interview was. Something we were talking about. He spent $200,000 on a vacation. And I was asking our own Todd Davis about this. He was like, yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> that's, that's that's a vacation. Fuck you, Todd. Todd Davis, who played for the Broncos, won a Super Bowl. And I was saying, is, is the even, roof available? Is it still open up there <laughs> for me to run off? <laughs> to over? run off? Yeah. And jump. That, it was pretty funny because I was wondering, like, what is a two hundred thousand dollar vacation? Sounds like not, you know, you could spend it quick. Right, like that's like the average. So, like, like, not even a great vacation. Just, like, the average run-of-the-mill vacation, two hundred k. That's like, yeah, like guys, they go, you know, to the Caribbean, but then they get. Private mansion house, and like that's a hundred thousand of them. Oh, you know, those usually run you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's usually where it gets me. One Anyway, I thought that was interesting. So these guys, that's why when you say distraction, we're all like, "You're working, man. Don't be distracted." It's because your vacation is Disney World yeah. or like you know um, Galveston, Texas. I'd yeah, be pretty vacation, distracted. My vacation is two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, or maybe it's actually yeah, Estes Park. What am I? Like I'm places? downloading the Circle K app so I can get twenty five cents off gas. Man, <laughs> if you want to know the truth, my vacations are Great Wolf Lodge. That is a set. I that's knew tough. it had I, wolf in it I, I, somewhere. I was going to say like I. That's, how, <laughs> that's tough. Knowing that's what not, that, it's actually the least cool. I was going to say like knowing what that is. It's an indoor water park, which basically is a COVID incubator. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. Um, but then the fact that it's wolf, it's got to be a sort of a break even. But you. there's Impossible this other part. not to get sick there. Yeah. <laughs> Impossible. I mean, true. And like that is like uh, that's that's where it's, uh, it's just basically uh, you're, you're swimming in dirty diaper tea. But there's this other cool part about it where everything's like eight times more expensive than it should be. Right. There's I that love part that of it part too. too. Like, yeah. yeah, so that's the appeal. Shout out to Great Wolf Lodge. Kids I hope that you come. They're back about old, too old for Great Wolf Lodge. I might have gotten to my last Great Wolf. Lodge. I hope oh, you come so back to Great Wolf, Wolf Lodge and report that you somehow spent two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's I, I think you could buy a great one. <laughs> I think you probably could. You guys want to do a really quick around the association? Uh, Maybe we, we have super chats too. Well, what are we? I think we're a little short on time here. We'll go really quickly. Oh. The Suns win over the Nets. This was a homecoming for Kevin Durant. You guys play the music. They're coming home, <laughs> coming home. I'm sure Kevin all the diehard Brooklyn Nets fans came home. out for that one. Kevin Durant went for 33 Pack points, five rebounds, eight assists. Ben Simmons did not play. He played one game. He's out. Uh, the Orlando Magic get a win, 108-98. to Magic, my other side piece team, man. I love the Magic, but they have been on yeah, a little bit know. of a slide. They don't uh, matter. Neither of the fans. Uh, there you go. Wimbenyama didn't <laughs> oh, do anything man. cool. I, I, you not that much. <laughs> Wimbenyama had six blocks tonight. Man, these tall, skinny guys taking over. Uh, the Timberwolves, 121-87. to They smacked the Dude, Dallas Mavericks. Dude, is there one piece of good news for the Denver Nuggets tonight? Like, <laughs> uh, there's there, there, here's this. one. There's one Hold horse on. race track in Indianapolis. Okay. I love right. it. Hey, I just found it. it. I'll send it to you. the home of horse racing. Somebody was telling me a pacer That's Kentucky. Is, that is Kentucky. Well, no, but I think a pacer, somebody, I don't know. Somebody, were you guys telling me this? Indiana wants to be the home of basketball, the horse racing, the horde of 
car, car racing. racing. Mm. Like, That's what uh, Indianapolis The Pelicans was. beat the Rockets. Remember when the Rockets were good? They lost, The Pelicans beat them 110 to 99. Yeah, when they got to play the Nuggets you, all the time. Give me a hand signal when there's a single piece of good news for the Denver Nuggets. I'm gonna the Sacramento close. Kings lost to the Miami Heat. So there it don't is. Care. The Miami Heat went 115 to 100. You don't care? Me. That's not moving me. Keegan no. Murray, 33 points, 12 of 18. They still lost. Went for Sacramento Kings. I want good They don't news. matter. Timothy Butler went off. How did my guy Jaime Jaquez do? Eight points. Not so great. Plus 20. Plus 15. Jaime Jaquez. This is the thing about him. Game high plus 15. You look at the stats. It it's a fake out. stat, dude. It's not a fake stat when it's, it's Jaime. Uh, the Clippers got a win over the Wiz, 125. Christian Brown is oh, minus nine. Give me one good piece of news. Bones one. Island had two points. Okay. <laughs> uh, when, when does Bones Highland get traded to Minnesota? Is it uh, it's before the trade deadline no, or this it's, summer? It's at the trade deadline. It's at the trade deadline. Yeah. They have to hold on to him see if anything else happens. Nothing happens. Traded for two seconds yeah. or one second. All right. Actually, no, Tim Conley, two first. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Pistons 128 to 121. Do you guys like that? Are you guys buying the Cavs? Darius Garland came back. No. Donovan Mitchell, no. 45 what? points. You don't buy the Cavs? No. no. All right. Well, you do? No, but I just, I want to. <laughs> It's Good try, dude. Yeah, what, what else you got? The, what else buy you the Cavs. Do you mean like they we should purchase the Cavs? No. Like, are they for sale? No, they're not for sale. The Bulls they're won like 117 to 110 over the Hornets. Okay. I just did that one for Nick. Man, the association. Uh, uh, the association wasn't so good tonight. The Bucks and Blazers, though, wrapped up in a tight one. Damian Lillard goes back to his old stomping grounds. Very warm welcome because if you guys remember, he's very loyal. The loyalist. He, well, even though the he, most did, he did demand a trade, he did get traded, but he's very loyal. Well, but it's not like he released a diss track or anything. No, he dissed. Scoot oh, he did? Henderson. Scoot Henderson did. If I were Scoot Henderson, oh, he didn't It's play. not like he requested the oh, trade and only gave them one team to trade him to. He <laughs> would never true. do that because he he's so that. loyal. He is so loyal. All right, we have Super Chats, Alyssa. Well, I'm really glad we went around the association there. Is Adam. Doc Thanks. Rivers know, on the dude. hot seat yet if they lose this game? Is it, are you guys cool if I kill myself on the air? Is that cool or not cool? <laughs> Astray, loss sucks, but OKC is showing they're not ready for the playoffs. Now I'm just wishing Malone would complain about the refs like everyone else. I, I'll be honest. I love the way the game was officiated tonight. They allowed everything, man. Yeah, this, was, Jokic, this was a perfect game for Jokic. I know. It really was. It, like he, it just, it was rough and tumble. The it way was like so <laughs> rough and tumble, man. Oh, I'm so excited to read this one. I also, say this: Is there any proof that going crazy in a post game press conference actually does anything? It doesn't. No, do it or just, does it just appease us? On the, I think. Media? The, I, I think that the fan base wants to know that you're willing to sacrifice money for them. Basically, yeah, that is true. Sean Croissant, I know nobody wants to hear this, but it's time to have a conversation about trading MPJ. I, I, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Let's start talking about targets. Uh, the peaks and valleys of effort and cons inconsistency is tough. He's paid like a third star, but plays like a role player. All right, here's the conversation. He can't be traded. I don't think anybody will take him. Also, they want a title with him, so we'll just chill. Yeah, but he yeah, does. I don't think it's a real conversation. I do hope that he has like a, a stable run, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. me too. Me too. Joe Clem 15, closed with RJ over Piwat. Offensive rebound, five-second violation. <laughs> the five-second violation. I got to go so back and brutal. watch the play. They didn't show. I got to. As I recall, watching you, it live, they just were so late at getting into it. But then they weren't that, open. Like, how do you not call a timeout? Like, it's so inexcusable. They had a timeout. Like, every, that was just a total system failure. Yeah, that's a five-second violation, my God. In uh, in the biggest moment of the game. It's, it was disgusting. Carlos yeah, Romero. We've never seen KC, that in Nuggets history before. KCP fast yeah. breaks might as well be turnovers. Man. <laughs> There's a lot to that. It was, a, yeah, it, was not, it was not great. KCP didn't have his Super best. chats are downers today. Oh, we well, get it, though. We well, get it. with us. Yeah, this, this, one will, this one will cheer you up. This is like confession. This one will cheer you up. MPJ <laughs> is starting to give me J.R. Smith vibes. And saying out of high school, all the talent, but just not taking the leap. Broken heart. I swore J.R. was the next Kobe. That's wild. Well, That's a wild thing. To, but I guess he was pretty dope, though. JR Smith, Smith has, it, it, there's the biggest gap in Nuggets fans' minds, I think. Not to insult anybody's basketball you're, opinion. You're kind of doing it here. There's the, it, he has the biggest gap between what he actually was compared to what people think no, he was. No, he, but he, here's the one thing about Nico. He is right that he was coming in. Like, you thought he could be anything because he was so he athletic. Like, his oh, shot sure. was crazy, sure. and his handle sure. was great. So you were like, handle, shot, athleticism? This is a campfire. Yeah. And then you're thing. like, oh, he's an idiot. Yeah, he's but a, even yeah. now, I, I hear people talk about JR in the office. I'm not going to name names. And I'm like, bro, really? I'm trying to think of who, who like, you if there's a modern-day comparison. It's not quite Jalen Green, but it's kind of Jalen Green. It's totally Jalen Green. Apparently, it's, like, and like apparently people, it's MPJ. 
<laughs> you know, to cut Murray a little slack, it felt like the Nuggets never set a solid screen for him. The best screen of the night led to that AG one-handed yam. I, I actually will say this. Zeke Najee tonight, very afraid to set a screen. His screen, because yeah. he's been getting called for offensive fouls. He kept Every releasing time. on the screen. Like, I'm not doing that. I know I get benched if I get an illegal screen. Zeke five, 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 five-ish. $40 million. We went 7-3 and three for narrative week, so I call that a win. AG did his best Jokic impression, leading the team in assists. Time to win against Portland twice. Win against Portland twice, man. Those are good games. I hope that we get a lot of minutes from some of the youngsters. And, and honestly, a lot of real stuff to talk about from that performance, but I'm glad we're ending on this note here from Pat Kelly. If the guys play this hard when Jokic is playing, then the Nuggets are definitely running it back. This is my point. Watching them tonight, you just are reminded that, oh, yeah, the Aaron Gordon we get most nights, that's not playoff Aaron Gordon. We've seen yep. Murray against the Bucks and against the Celtics. You're like, oh, that's right. That's playoff. You know, because Yoke is so dominant at in third gear, we forget that even he has a fifth and sixth gear. So that is the thing about Narrative Week is we got to see little pockets of these guys going into playoff mode for just little bits. And it was like, oh, yeah, they're way better than this when they play like that. So let's just lose every game down the stretch. <laughs> just like last year, it's going to be uh, we, we have all seen what we need to see. No lessons to be learned. No lessons. Let's go. I'm just looking at this. So Portland plays the Nuggets twice coming up, both in Denver. On the second and the fourth. So they're going to be in Denver for like a week. Denver nightlife undefeated. Portland also has a, the craziest schedule. They also do that in Minnesota, then Memphis. What? Then the clip. I'm serious. Look at what? Minnesota. Look at Portland's schedule. Dude, Port it's blowing my mind right I now. I feel like the NBA is just doing they definitely for, They were definitely the team that forgot about. Bro, they're you're just, right. It is a bunch a of double headers. Have you seen this? Did they? They might actually might have forgotten about them. When I've never seen anything like this in a schedule. There's Sorry, no, but the NBA has no loyalty. Two games in Denver. Two games in Minnesota, February thirteenth, fifteenth. Two, in two games in Memphis, March first and second. Two games against the Clippers in LA, the twentieth and twenty second. Or that's at home in Portland. That's crazy. That is pretty wild. All right, did you hit that after music? We got a buzzer beater. We did get a buzzer beater. Who did he insult this time? <laughs> Uh, I feel like we need a rebuild for our bench, fellas. Just saying. I mean, I think P. Watt is freaking unbelievable. And then Christian Brown's... He, look, Christian Brown on the upswing. Yep. On the upswing. Yeah. A bench... How many benches are actually better than two guys? None. And Reggie has a handful of games. He's like feast or famine. Like, good teams usually have a bench that's like compromised guys. And honestly, everybody always like covets... The, some of the bench players that are like, is that guy actually that good of a player? Like, when you when you try to rebuild the bench, you win the headlines but lose the battle on the court. It's like what the Lakers and Suns do every year. Right. And then their benches like, suck. Oh, Christian Woods. And can we trade Zeke Naji for DeAndre? And usually the best benches are teams <laughs> like OKC, who have spent a lot of years drafting high, yep. and they haven't had to pay everyone yet. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how you build out a... a, a a big and complete roster, but you know, it's a, at the end of the day, it's about your best seven, really. And then they got Julian Straw. They're coming back, hopefully, That's true. in uh, this season. Do you, uh, <laughs> in, in this <laughs> lifetime, did Aiton and Zeke Naji were they back to back centers at Arizona? Was there a gap in years between oh, them? Oh, no, because those guys, the came curse the of the Arizona center, they made like 400 million combined dollars. Can we like, trade Zeke Naji for Drew Eubanks? <laughs> for Drew Eubanks, can we? Does Arizona want Zeke Naji back? Oh, that's a rough one. All right, guys, we had fun today. They often say, you know, it's not whether you win or lose, it's the friends you made along the way. Who I've says never that? said that once. Who says that? I, I just said it like it's us. I've made had... no friends, I, we got one trophy i've I never like been happier lost friends all yeah, right we've been well sure. i thought we were friends everybody <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us and thanks to everybody that came to the bar tonight hung out with us that was awesome as well shout out to Alyssa behind the ones and twos we'll see you guys tomorrow all right.